the screaming females do so many interviews and i think it's a great idea to talk to talk to one of the fans every episode of this show so far has basically been a love letter to a band from one of their fans because that's the whole point of this podcast it's been really cool hearing people's stories about their favorite bands and it's even cooler when i get to talk with someone about a band that i love just as much as they do Usually that's not the case, but in this episode, it is. And I did that deliberately. This will be the last episode of this show for the season, and while it's not my intention to have it be the last episode ever, if for some reason it is, I'd want the last love letter that I helped write to be for Screaming Females. So I had the pleasure of talking with Charlie Birdwell, who is not only a Screaming Females fan, but the founder and president of their unofficial fan club. The Screaming Males aren't the first band that Charlie has ever loved in his lifetime, but they're definitely the band that he's loved the most. I'm sort of a retired rocker. I've been, you know, I'm I'm going to be 71 in August, so I've been listening to music for a long time. I got into it big time in the 60s. So I've always been looking for new music. That's that's one of my big hobbies. And I think it was around the end of 2014. I was listening to one of the NPR podcasts. You know that they've. They've got a great music website, and, and uh, I I subscribe to their newsletters or something. And anyway, there were they were reviewing some bands. You know, here's some bands that you must see, and and are, are here. So I just happened to, to catch a little bit of the Screaming Females. Then I didn't think a whole lot of it, and then I heard them again. I think early 2015. I think they had just released Rose Mountain. I heard them. I just said, "Wow, you know, the music just grabs you." And I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure, as a fan, you've probably had that same experience. I did have that same experience in July of 2009 when I saw Screaming Females open for the Dead Weather. Almost a decade later, it's still the only time I've ever ended up becoming a bigger fan of the opener than the headlining act that I originally went to see. After seeing them that night, they were all I listened to for the rest of that summer. And Charlie also fell down the rabbit hole after hearing Screaming Females for the first time on NPR. So, you know, after I heard that, I said, God, I've got to hear more of this band. So I just got, uh, you know, I looked at their schedule for that year, and I just got, I just started following them around. I went to many shows. I, I, I can't remember how many I went to that first year. Uh, you know, I think I've been to over 50 of their shows so, you know, I think that's what draws you to this band. And all the fans I've talked to, you know, the music, all the hooks that they have in their songs. And it just, it's just amazing. So, of course, after I first heard about them, and, I, you know, I got into it fairly late, obviously, since they started in 2005. So, I, you know, I went back and I got all the albums. And I sort of started to listen to them a lot more in depth, a lot more intensely. And I said, yeah, these three are exceptional. The band's music really got Charlie's attention, and more specifically, the dynamic of talent between Marissa, Mike, and Jarrett was unlike anything he had heard before. I guess there there was a raw edge. You know, I I like music that has an edge. I I like things that are raw. There's just a lot of energy there, and, and I think there's just some there's just so many elements. You know, it, it's a good tight trio it's probably marissa's vocals you know and you know and you know of course her her great guitar playing mike is fantastic on bass 
Jaren's a really exceptional drummer, and I think maybe just because they're a trio, maybe that was part of it. After Charlie discovered Screaming Females, he gained a new favorite band and was able to ditch a bad habit, and he believes that the band's music helped him do so. Time I got into them, I was having a drinking problem. I wasn't an alcoholic, but I was definitely you know, drinking too much. You know, I'd, I'd be going to shows and I'd have so much to drink, I didn't even remember who I saw the previous night. And I think just listening to them, and I sort of used their music to help me get through it. So I, you know, uh, at the time I started following them, I, 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 was, I stopped drinking, and, and I, I give them some credit for it. In 2017, Charlie started the unofficial, but still pretty official, Screaming Females fan club with the band's blessing, and it's been keeping him pretty busy ever since. Really, it was only about a year ago. I think uh, it was a year ago in February, and I was out for more shows in New Jersey. Um, I was having a talk with Marissa, and I just asked her at random. I'm not even sure why this popped into my head. Maybe it was just just to have something to do talk about i said you know i asked her well, do, you, do you guys have a fan club and, and i didn't really expect her to answer it very seriously i thought she would say no of course we don't have a fan club charlie and and that's the last thing we would we would want to do you know but she said you know we don't but i sort of wish that we did and i said well what if i tried to start one for you and she said yeah that, that would be fine that's the other thing that has changed for me is doing this fan club, which has just been a fantastic experience. The band is super supportive of the fan club, and they give Charlie ideas for contests, raffles, and even donate some pretty awesome memorabilia for Charlie to give away to the club's members. Recently, Marissa sent me her old pick guard for her guitar, which was really cool because she had her name on it and she said hey charlie maybe this would be a good swag because i'm always giving things away and and that and that was a great idea and it was well received you know i had so many people in fact when i posted that on on instagram and i said i'm going to be giving this away but you know this is only for those who join the club and that day i had almost 100 people join the club a huge part of running the fan club is interacting with the fans Charlie has met all kinds of Screaming Females fans over the past couple of years and has gotten to be a first-hand witness as to how many people love this band. You know, having formed this fan club and seen them so many times uh, and having talked to so many fans, uh, of course, it's, it's the music that first draws you in. But, but you know, everybody has such respect and admiration for them for what they do you know just their approach it's which was exactly what you're you're talking about they're a self-managed band uh they love to tour so if you're a fan i think unless you live in alaska they're, they're going to be playing near your town at, at some point you know they average probably around 100 shows a year so they love the tour and i think the fans all the fans that i've talked to that's one of the things they love about the band. You know, they have so much respect uh, for, for how hard they work. Everyone has heard the expression, don't meet your heroes. But if you're a Screaming Females fan, I suggest that you absolutely should meet your heroes. It is such a rare privilege to be able to go up to your favorite musician before or after a show, give them a hug, and personally thank them for their music. And that's something that neither Charlie nor myself will ever take for granted. So, yeah, I, I think... That's one of the things uh, that the fans really like about this band. They're they're uh, so 
approachable and, and um, sort of interesting. I sort of have a strange relationship with them just because I've seen them so many times, but I've really only interacted with them at shows. I feel like we're pretty close friends just because, just because they are so approachable. And by creating the fan club, Charlie has also created a bit of a community and he gets to actually see how his hard work has paid off when he goes to a show. It's, it's, it's been a great opportunity to interact with the fans. Every time I go to a show, there's always, you know, five or ten fans there who are wearing who are wearing their fan club shirts, and they come to me and say, Charlie, thanks for starting the club. This is great. So it's been a lot of fun. The band has had a big impact on Charlie's life, and he feels like he would have definitely missed out on something had he never gotten into them. That something being not only Screaming Females' music, but the music of all the East Coast bands that they've gotten Charlie into. I think... You know, they've sort of introduced me to a lot of music, you know, on the East Coast, in the the whole New Jersey, New York, Philly area. So I, rem- I remember having a, a conversation once with, with, I don't know if it was Marissa or Mike. I said, hey, what what radio station did you l- listen to when you were growing up? And um, what do you like to listen to now? And they all talked about WFMU Jersey. So I've got I've sort of gotten involved with that uh, with that radio station. Actually, I've gone back and, and sort of sat in on some of the radio shows. I, I've 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 become pretty good friends with some of the DJs. But some my point is, I think the Screaming Females have helped expand my musical horizon by by introducing me, I think, to a lot of music that, that I probably wouldn't have heard if I hadn't met them. So what is your favorite Screaming Females album? Man, you, you know, I've had this discussion with so many fans. Um, you know, I, I love Rose Mountain. That was the one that really brought me to the group. And there's so much, there's so many great songs there. But, but you know, I, I think now that I've listened to everything a lot, I think my favorite album probably ugly what's your favorite song i'm gonna go with baby jesus just because there's some great guitar work in there i love the lyrics and i i love the way marissa sings it and if they were listening to this right now what is one thing that you'd want to tell them i want to tell them that i i think the world of them at at so many levels they're great musicians you know and, and i'm really into music that's an important part of my life and, and they're great people. I l- love them all dearly. In fact, I've, I've I've told this to Marissa before. You know, I I've got two uh, I've got two older sons uh, who were great kids, and, and I'm very close to them. I told Marissa, you know, if I'd been blessed with a daughter, I would want her to be just like you. <laughs> it has been a privilege to be able to uh, interact with them and to attend all these shows. And I, I want to attend as many shows of theirs as I can. I think they're just exceptional. And I don't ever do this, but I too would like to answer my own question here because in the likely event that Marissa, Mike, and Jared are listening to this, I want to thank them. I want them to know that my absolute favorite place in the world is in their audience and that they make me feel really glad to be alive and that my life is genuinely better because they're in it. You three are the best band in the world. I'd like to thank Charlie for taking the time to talk with me and for doing such an awesome job at running a really cool fan club. If you'd like to join the club, visit scrfemfanclub.com. 
Thank you for listening to Fan of the Band. And if you liked what you heard, please give the show a good rating on iTunes. And never stop listening. 